Yo, welcome to episode uh 178. Yeah, yeah. Opposite of 718, like the area code of, of Queens and shit and Brooklyn and shit, you know what I mean? Welcome to episode 178. Next one, three straight motherfucking games. Let's go. 21 and 18. But it's like, god damn, bro. Every next game is like I don't wanna know how just just just, just gut wrenching, bro. Why every next game gotta be so gut wrenching, bro? Every fucking free throw they take is gut wrenching, bro. Um, Jalen Brunson, I don't know what the fuck's going on with him with the free throw line, but outside of that, bro, solid, amazing performer, bro, on the basketball court, that is. You know what I'm saying? But like, goddamn, man! Like I've been watching him shoot free throws. I seen him against the Suns. You know he was cursing motherfuckers out. Basically himself, he was mad at himself. Uh, he went six for eleven against the, the Suns, bro. You see him like fuck. He's cursing. You hear that shit through the TV. They can't do shit about it. Um, but yesterday, you know he missed a couple free throws. The same shit. He's like fuck. And. Oh, you had a career season high, career season high, 30, 38 points, I think, 36, whatever. It was, it was up there. And he made the necessary fourth quarter baskets that we needed him to make uh, for us to close this game out. And I'm I'm going to take the W's, man. I, I take the W's. I'm happy that we won. Uh, just be way too dramatic, man. We up four. Julius Randle had a, a real, I would say, Julius Randle moment. But that wasn't the end all be all, man. We were still up four. We get a stop. We've been four years at the foul line. I'm like, all right, bro, just, just, just make both of them, man. Why can't we fucking make both of them? And he makes the first free throw, which I'm glad. I like I like when at least the Knicks make the first free throw. So the next, the next one, he's like, all right, man. At least the worst that could happen is, is, is overtime. And, um,. But we got that stop, man. We forced a five second violation, and the Spurs weren't able to get the the last the, get the shot off to attempt to tie the game. So, that in a sense, was amazing defense by the Knicks. But yo, just the fact that the teams get so many chances to tie the game against the Knicks, man. Like I, I'm sort of second guessing this fouling shit. Like why are we fouling motherfuckers, man? You know what I'm saying? Well, like we won the game, and um, Jalen Brunson played his ass off, man. Like. Definitely did, man. I saw all that. I saw heavy um, elbow jumper, Jalen Brunson. Like, yo, they just kept giving him that shot. So he's like, all right, I'll keep taking this shot. I just want to keep giving me this shot. And um, he kept taking it, and he kept making it, bro. And I was cool with that. I was cool with that, man. I'll take it, bro. Um, Julius Randle, you know, like he didn't have the best shooting game, but... You know, his effort was there, man. Like, he he had displayed immense amount of passion on the basketball court. Like he had four blocks, three steals. Like, he's, like he said, man, he said it himself. Like, he wasn't the best offensively, so, you know, he made a count on the, on the other side of the court. You know, chase down block. A lot of great plays that he made, man. Just hustle plays. He just showed that, hey, man, I care. We're seeing a lot of that this year that he simply cares, man. And um we saw that yesterday. Um, we seeing him my energy shift in him in the third quarter. 
And surprisingly, like, you know, he didn't miss, he missed seven straight threes to end the game. No, outside of the two-pointers, he had a decent shooting game, eight for 19, but it was just the, the one for seven from three, one for eight from three. That really, you know, shot down his field goal percentage, but um, I'm just glad we won, man. Like I said, Julius, like, yo, his effort was there, man. Like, you, us Knicks fans, we love when our players show maximum effort and accountability. And it also took accountability, like, in the post game, like I mentioned. He was just like, yo, play like ass offensively. And um, try to make it up on the defensive end. So accountability and leadership, all that good shit. He's been, he's been working on that, man. And um, I'm glad to see it. That's for him, man. Like he's been doing his thing, man. Um, happy for him. Truly, um, I'm also happy to see Nevin Fournier back on the court, man. Sort of miss my dogs. I wish you made that free throw, bro. But um, I thought it was like a a bug. You know what I'm saying? Like we just, I just have zero confidence with anybody, anybody at that free throw line for the New York Knicks uh, to close out a game. Um, surprisingly, Randall Randall did a great job against the Pacers, but it's been downhill ever since. You know he hasn't been able to put in that position to shoot free throws. But I guess the one person I would trust is quickly. But even quickly be missing, bro. So this shit is mad weird when it comes to the Knicks. But we play the Raptors next, and. I feel like we should win that game, revenge that loss that we had to the Raptors. You know, we we sort of two and zero. The Suns spanked us um, when we played at their home, so we got them back. Uh, the Spurs beat us um, right around New Year's, like a couple, maybe a week ago at most, maybe ten days at most. So we got them back, and then the Raptors they ended our eight game winning streak. They 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 put a stop to that shit. So. It would be nice to, to to beat the Raptors too, man. Fucking lengthy ass team, bro. Wingspan looking all crazy and shit. So that team's a problem regardless of their record, bro. And and it would be nice for the Knicks if the, we could pull that off and beat the Raptors, man. But um, you know, right? Julius Randle is definitely playing like an All Star candidate. Somebody that's worthy of the selection. Um, you know, we have right now currently, I would say, I want to say very divided. I think it's 70-30 uh, in terms of, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But um, in terms of Julius Randle, like, I think 70% of the fan base wants to keep him. And it's cool with his performance. I like what it's seeing from him. I think, but well, we're what, 20, 40 games in, almost half of the season in. And he's, he's been hooping. You know, I, I think this change as long as we got Brunson in the fold we got RJ you know playing his game I, th- I think we could expect this out of Julius Randle on a night-to-night basis consistently you know he's gonna have some off games what was he 9 for 26 I think he's bound for 9 for 26 games after the stretch that he's had this pre- pre- month and uh, previous week you know so he's, he's bound for like a 9 for 26 game it's all good I think this is something that's sustainable uh, for sure uh, when you got Brunson in the fold, yes, we need more of a star player. Can Julius Randle help us get that? Yes, he can if in a potential trade. But um, yeah, yeah, in that essence, like, all right, man, you trying to get like some some superstar player? You gotta trade Julius. I get that, bro. But no fuck is he trying to trade Julius Randle for like Dario Saric? I'm just like for anything. Like, you're trying to give him away for free. Like, you're trying to give away a player that's averaging 
24 and 10, um, 47% shooting from the field and 35% from three for free. Like, you don't get that. It's not that every player can do that shit, bro. Like, it's. And the players that are averaging better stats than him, um, teams are not going to give up. So, like, I, I don't get the angle of a lot of Knicks fans that, that want Randall going. I get it at the fact that he left a lot of bad taste in people's mouth last year um, just with the inconsistent play style and, and the thumbs down and just, like, I guess bad body language. I think it was more of the bad body language that turned people off. And even in some victories that the Knicks had, he was still, like, looking very upset uh, for whatever reason. But I just, like, just keep seeing it all over the place. Like, you know, you'll see... Uh, a lot of fans come to Randall's defense, but you still see people like, hey, nah, he got to go. I don't care if you have just 55 points. I'm like, all right, man. Like, you just you sort of have a nice thing going this year. Like, I don't understand why, like, the Knicks, we're just trying to see what we have this year, man. And with Jalen Brunson, and when we got Jalen Brunson, I knew, I think we all knew it's going to elevate Julius Randall's game, and that's what it's done is, I think it's made his game easier. So I don't know, I don't, I think how I say this shit. His play style is sustainable. Like, this is, we'll take this, man. Like, I, I didn't expect it to be this efficient, but I'll take it. And then R.J. Barrett, once he gets back healthy, you know, things will be looking better, bro. Like, it's, it's we got to see what this team is made out of this year, bro. You have just acquired Brunson, and you just gave Barrett the extension. You're still developing quickly. We're developing McGrimes. You know, McBride is what he is at this point. Um, defensively, a solid player. Offense still needs some working on. Um, we got to see what this team is made out of. You know what I'm saying? And then once you fully assess what this team is, you know, then you make a move, bro. You know, I'm, I don't see why I fuck up this chemistry. I'm not saying like we out here fully... Establish a sixth seed. You got the Pacers, the Heat, you know, Hawks, Bulls. Like, we all in the same clumped up, cluttered class, but ain't no team really standing out. That's like, all right, they definitely well, got to watch out for them. You got to watch out for everybody. So that's the scary part. But at the same time, what we're doing this year, we should have done last year, which was evaluate all the talent that we have. And I think we got to continue to continue to do that. That way you can fairly assess and then make the right moves this year, next year for the offseason because we're not winning a championship this year regardless. Even if you do trade for somebody, I just don't think it's going to happen. Uh, you got to readjust the chemistry, readjust whatever the schemes, schemes, schemes there are out there. So I think we should just vibe out with the team. I mean, I mean obviously, if we can get value for Cam Reddish, we could trade Cam Reddish. Because I don't think he's playing for the Knicks again. I think the situation is very unfair um, to him. But at the same time, I don't know. We don't know the behind-the-scenes political work. Like, we don't know if his agents or agency said, yo, we don't want our client to play another minute for the Knicks until y'all find him a better situation. You know, things of that nature. Because, yeah, he had a bad couple of games, but... He was playing pretty good outside of that that Mavs games and the game before that. I think he was like a little ah, hit a couple of ah games, but prior to that he was doing his thing. He was averaging like fifteen points a game. He was like a third or fourth option. 
Um, I ain't, I ain't really see how much more he could have done or what more he needed to see out of him. Like, yeah, he's not perfect, but there is no perfect player on the Knicks, bro. Louis Randle's not a perfect player. Jordan Brunson's not a perfect player. Audrey Barrett's not a perfect player. So, like, if he was held to, like, a different standard, that's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But at this point, it is what it is. I don't think he's lacing up another, playing for another minute for the New York Knicks unless something dramatic happens. But um, I do wish him the best, man, except when he plays against the Knicks, even though he's still on the Knicks. So, like, you never know. Things could change. Things could change. Like, if, you know, the Knicks are in the playoffs and Reddish is still on the roster. Or maybe after the trade deadline, if he's still on the roster at that point, fuck it. You got to play him, right, if if you need to. And certain matchups make sense, then you play Cam Reddish. And that's just what it is, I think. If he's still on the roster past the trade deadline, I think that's when the Knicks are like, all right, fuck it, man. Let's roll out the red carpet and, and let's put him back in the rotation. Because you could definitely use him, man. As much as I like McBride for his defense, bro, your Cam Reddish defense is, so is solid. And he gets you offense. You're going to need that shit in the playoffs if the Knicks are in the playoffs. And we secure that six seed. That whole McBride shit is not gonna cut it, bro. Um, I mean, at least for depends on how much how spot minutes is cool for McBride in the playoffs, man. Because Cam Reddish is gonna give us that offensive firepower that we're looking for off the bench. Cause our bench play scoring its ass, but I'm glad Fournier is getting some minutes. So, but yeah, the whole trading Randall shit. I don't know how how I diverted, but I definitely did. Most of the fan base, I think he's won over. But the ones that don't want him on the team, they're pretty loud. And it's I guess it is what it is at this point. You know what I'm saying? That's It is what it is. But um, I just wish there was more objectiveness like how we were last year. For like, you know, the, but it is what, like I said, man, like there's no equal trade value out there for Randall. So I don't feel like just taking the L on a trade for no reason just because. You know what I'm saying? If you're playing, if he's hooping, he's hooping, man. This is what we wanted him to do. We wanted him to be a better leader. He's done that. He's checked all the boxes off. We wanted him to be more efficient. He's done that. We wanted him to improve his body language. He's done that. Well, like, yo, I was like, it's like we mad at him because he's not KD. He's not Luca or some shit. Like, he is what he is, but he is a solid player, and he's been doing his job. So shout out to Randall. Um, I hope RJ come back soon. But, um... My fantasy team, man. One of my fantasy teams is taking a huge L, bro. I got RJ Hurt. I got Zion out for like four weeks. Kelly Oubre out four to six weeks. I think I'm going to have to drop him. LeBron in and out the lineup. I got Clint Capella Hurt. Like, what the fuck, bro? It's like five, six players right there, man. Fucking Chris Middleton hurt again for some reason. I don't even know what happened to him. I just know he's on my injured reserve list. So how the fuck... You know what I'm saying? And and like I said, this league, there's no injured, there's no IL list. So if your player's hurt, your player's hurt, bro. So like I gotta comp I gotta decide if I gotta keep Zion on the roster or or do I let him go because he's gonna be reevaluated in three weeks. So that that may mean he might be out for even a longer period. Like he might just be out to all star break, bro. And we got eleven, eighteen, twenty five, two. I don't know if I could wait six weeks. Of no Zion, the way my players is banged up, man. That's why I need RJ to come back. Not only because he plays for the Knicks, but I was on my fantasy team, man. And the crazy thing was when RJ got hurt, the person I went up against had Luka on their roster. So not only did they 
get a whole bunch of points with Luka on the roster, but they also took out RJ and fucked up my whole point scheme with losing RJ, man. So that, that's some real wild shit. But back to Jalen Brunson, man. We see his importance, man. He came, it wasn't winning that game without him yesterday, man. This thing. Phoenix, same shit, man. Set the motherfucking tone, bro. My boy JB is very important, man. My boy JB, respect, man. I know Julius Randle offered him some wine. He said, nah, it's cold. So I respect it. But shout out to JB. Shout out to Randle. They've definitely been holding the fort down. And the Grimes. That boy, he's a, he's the ultimate. He's like Elmore's glue out there, man. Shout out to Grimes for being Elmore's glue. But the Knicks as a team, they really just 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 cardiac Knicks, man. So I heard that name float around. It's very true, man. Fucking gut wrenching victories, gut wrenching losses, and people wonder why I be so monotone, bro. I don't be surprised either way. I need time to process those losses and victories that the Knicks have, bro. That's why I can't give y'all instantaneous vibes, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how they do it, like the players, but at least I don't have to, so. But the NBA in general last night, a lot of close games, bro. The Kings game was crazy. They was up forward like a minute left. The Hawks went on a seminal run to take them down. John T. Murray made some plays. Trey Young made some plays. But Huerther... That boy's been having a hell of a season. He's been hooping on the Kings. Uh, the Pacers blew like a four-point lead with like 40 seconds left. And got the Sixers. Game went to overtime and eventually took that L. And then um, the Warriors' cream was crazy too. Um, they lost at the buzzer by Sadiq Bay three-pointer. with a tough shot that he took. I don't know how the fuck he made it. Or even how he took that shot. That was a crazy L, bro. Um, Clay made a crazy shot to tie that game up. And he was he, he was definitely flexing, which is cool. He's been hooping. Clay been hooping, man. Didn't he have like he had like a fifty four point game? He's been putting up numbers since Curry went out. You know, the Warriors were on a five game winning streak. But uh Jamal Green, man, that boy got checked yesterday, man. Isaiah Stewart was not with the shits, bro. He was not with it. That shit was crazy, bro, the way a lot of see a lot of people coming to the Draymond Green's defense that um he already had one tag. I'm just like, when has that stopped Draymond Green from being reckless, or running his mouth, or being who I guess who he is, you know, in his element? I never seen Draymond Green be like, oh, yo, since I got one tag, I'm gonna just chill. I mean, I seen the NBA Finals. He was pushing to limit in NBA Finals. He was, like, forcing the referees to make a decision and the referees pussied out in the Finals. They didn't want to reject him for his uh, childish behavior. But, um, you know, the way Isaiah Stewart just grabbed that, grabbed Draymond, that shit was wild. He was like, yo, bro, you ain't doing that shit over here. But um, Isaiah Stewart is, is no one to be played with, bro. You know what I'm saying? Him and... You know, remember the shit that happened with LeBron last year. So there's, there's, I saw an IG comment where it was like, yeah, man, you know, Jamon was out to um, even a score for LeBron. <laughs> because, you know, Le- Draymond shows LeBron a lot of affection. He wants to be at the game uh, where LeBron has the scoring record. He wants to be in attendance for that because it's, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. You know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know. I don't think he, whatever, it's, that's his decision, bro. 
But that show was very, very interesting. But the NBA last night just in general was lit. I didn't even mention the Nets. Their tag 12-game uh, winning streak is over. The Bulls beat them. But um, motherfucking KD is nice, bro. KD is a problem, bro. He's just... It's crazy, bro. It's like, it's like his game... This is just he just is just so easy for him, man. Like uh, I know KD might have been more athletic, he might have been whatever faster, OKC and Golden State, bro. But bro, he's just plays the game with so much ease, bro. Like he don't even be sweating out there, bro. Like the way KD right now is reminds me of like Kobe when in '09 and Old Town. Like we just the game was so simple. And easy. It's just like another day at the office for KD, bro. Even though they lost, which I'm cool with. I'm cool with the Nets losing. It was just fun watching KD just, just do KD thing. Kyrie, too, bro. These are two well-oiled machines, man, when it comes to the offensive side of the basketball. And KD has been playing great defense, man. Like, let's give him props on that. But um, let's, let's go next, man. You know, I didn't really talk about the Giants making the playoffs. The whole seating position. I'll talk about that shit on the next episode. But um, Knicks won three straight after losing five straight. So let's fucking go, man. Let's go, Knicks. Episode 178, you heard. Pow, pow.